The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. Uh, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos on the top of the page there. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you miss Bradley and you want to catch that show, you can play that up until 3 p.m. Eastern today. And I want to say he said he's traveling. He's going to be busy this month, I know that, but I'm thinking he's traveling today. I don't know if he's going to be doing the show or not, but whatever happens, there'll be something there in that space at 3 o'clock, whether it's one of the educational videos that he does or the show. I, I completely forgot what's going to go on there. Anyway, 
right side of the page is where we're streaming. All you got to do is click the play button right there, blow it up on whatever device you got, and then click on the Rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Join us on, in the chat on Rumble. We are streaming to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also streaming live on uh, beforeitsnews.com at the top of the page there. And then dlive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. The Sons of Liberty on dlive.tv. And um, <clears throat> so we appreciate all your support from you guys as far as coming in here. You're in here every morning. It's great to see everyone uh, in the chat. And then those of you who are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, uh, we appreciate your support. Also, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email uh, newsletter. You get one of those in the, e- in, in the evening. And uh, those are our articles on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Sign up for those. And, and uh, yeah, you should get those. If you sign up today before, I don't know, 6 or 7 o'clock, you should get one tonight. Um, also, if you would like to help support us in what we do, not just on the radio, not just on the internet, but out among the people, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. Again, we appreciate all of our supporters as well. Our store is available. This week we're highlighting the Cowards Will Not Preserve the Republic t-shirt. Uh, these have the slogan with some artwork on it, uh, the slogan from Elmer Davis, This Republic Was Not Established by Cowards. And cowards will not preserve it. It comes in a variety of colors. I think we got about 10 different colors here. Uh, normally $20 donation. This week only through Saturday at midnight, you can get 20% off when you use the promo code PRESERVE. Make it real easy for you. PRESERVE gets you 20% off the, these t-shirts, and that is through Saturday at midnight. Now, if you get a double or triple extra large, it's going to be just a few dollars more uh, simply because of material and things, but um, 20% off still even in those sizes, okay? So... You want one of those, and it's a pretty popular shirt, uh, by the way. Lots of people have these. I've even seen some people here in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina with some of these on, and I'm not just talking about myself. So uh, if you'd like to get one of those, those are available through Saturday at midnight. Let me give you a couple of headlines. I I do want to say something before I do that. You know, um, I gather a lot of videos from our friends in in Telegram. It's really great because it's easy. Boom, I see something I want, save it. And then I can upload it to the Rumble channel. And the, yesterday, I got a video from an Oklahoma representative. I put it up, and without thinking, I put it up as though she were pro-abortion. She, what she was doing, she was, and I forget the lady's name, Wendy something. And I apologize. I apologize to her. I, she'll know who I am. She was the one using the logic of baby murderers to say, well, we can just go up to 18 years old. Because we don't know if they're going to turn out good or bad. And, you know, we, we certainly don't want, you know, kids growing up and being a menace to society and stuff like that. So we should have the, the right to, to abort up to. And she was talking like she was dead serious. So it was my error. I pulled it down. Thank you for those who reminded me. I had just a whole bunch of stuff uh, going up yesterday. So I did pull it down. I did want to make a, a public apology about that on uh, my Rumble channel. Um, where I store a lot of videos that sometimes I use for articles. Sometimes they're bonus videos. Like yesterday, we had a ton of bonus videos in, uh, and our our show on Ron DeSantis and his support of Lee County Sheriff Carmine Mercino, the criminal himself, the tyrant little dwarf who uh, is attacking a 10-year-old boy. By the way, spoke with um, uh, Miss Williams yesterday, who where this all started, my my reporting, and she said, this 10-year-old boy, because I didn't really get deep into what that story was, this 10-year-old boy, his dad's a veteran. He's like, I don't know, whatever you have, Eagle Scout or something like that in the Boy Scouts. He's a, you know, straight-A student. Yeah, dwarf, that's what I said. Short little man. 
and he's trying to compensate for something with all his military garb and all that stuff that he's that he's got on his jackboots. <clears throat> this guy is proclaiming people should be euthanized and killed and doesn't even mention due process. Doesn't even mention that at all. And so he's went after this little boy. They put him in jail. The kid took a picture, uh, got a picture from uh, Google Images of money, said, oh, a scam. My fr-. He was joking. I scammed my friend out of $3 trillion or something like that. Then got another picture off of Google and said, I bought this. You know, it was like an AR style rifle. So, oh, he must be going to shoot up the school. He must be doing it. He's just a terrible person. They do a perp walk and all this. This is the kind of man. This is the, let me change that. This is the kind of adult, adolescent criminal that Carmine Marcino is. And he's only been emboldened because he hasn't been held to, to account by Ron DeSantis, the Attorney General. FDLE, all of them are corrupt. Every one of them. And I told, I was on, um, some of you may know Ann Vandersteel. I was on her show like, I don't know, two years ago or something like that. And I told her, I said, they're corrupt. Some people want to make excuses and say, well, they're lazy. or that. Well, what do you think laziness is when, you're, when you have a job to do and you don't fulfill it? That's corruption. But they're corrupt. All of those institutions, they're corrupt. And um, people continuing to support Ron DeSantis because they think he says what you want him to say. Well, it's just like Trump, but then you go and look what he actually does, and it's something else. Okay, it's something else there. All right, so with that said, I do have uh, a couple of videos here. Let me see what i got. First one is out of Russia, okay? In the Kaluga region, there is a replica of the Tower of Babel that they set on fire. Uh, now this is, it's really interesting. I don't know, some people are oh, this is a sign they're killing the New World Order and, you know, all this stuff. Well, you know, I mean, we can be positive about that and say, yep, we're going after them, you know, in the name of Jesus deal. We can do that. But here are the people having this, and I kind of wonder if this is not more of a psyop than anything else. That's just me. I'm cynical, I'll just tell you. Uh, when things like this are put on public display and then people tie it to something else, that sometimes seemed to be some, something that it's not supposed to be. But this is out of Russia. It's literally looks like a Tower of Babel like you see in the little images that people do for artwork. Uh, and it's on fire, smoking. There's a fairly big crowd of people here who are watching what's going on. And I don't know if the thing actually collapsed and they finally burned it all. I don't, I don't know. This is the only part of the video that I had. Anyway, wanted to share that one with you. Oh, yeah, it did. It did collapse. Excuse me. Yep, they finally did have it collapse. So they burned all the Tower of Babel up, and um, clearly, it's look, it's good. It's good symbology. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's out of Russia. Now there is there's two more I want to do. The the second one is going to be a little longer because we're going to kind of tee that up because we're going to try to bring this doctor on the show. I was going to try to bring him on uh, today, but apparently we didn't get communication fast enough. This is from One American News. This I guess this is one of their anchors. I, I don't know the people over there, uh, so I can't give you a name. Uh, some of you guys will know, but listen to what she says about the CDC partnering with Planned Parenthood. And again, it's targeting the children. Take a listen. 
rant of the day, the CDC has now partnered up with none other than good old Planned Parenthood to direct your children to an online chat room called Q Chat Space, which allows them to talk in real time about topics like sex, transgenderism, polyamorous relationships, and even the occult. And they're talking about these subjects with queer and transgender activists. Yes, this is designed to be a safe space for kids to talk about these issues, and it's specifically designed to keep hidden from parents. Now, I find this particularly, um, you know, concerning because if this is a-okay, if there's nothing wrong happening here, why do we need to hide this from parents? So it just goes to show that they're clearly trying to divide the family, keep the kids uncomfortable about discussing these things with parents, and preventing parents from getting involved. So parents, just be aware of this. Be sure to monitor your child's online activity. This is very scary, and it's being advertised on the CDC website. It's not scary. It's criminal. That's what it is. It's criminal. What is the CDC? Why are they working with the baby murder meal to push your kids and, Ameri and, the, and the kids in the United States of America why are they pushing them towards this sexual perversion? Why are they pushing them towards the occult? It's because that's what they are. Now, for those of you who haven't gotten it yet, when I've quoted Revelation 18.23, by their sorceries, the nations were deceived. The, are you starting to get something now? And we're talking about the shots and all the modern pharmaceuticals and medicines and all this stuff. Are you starting to get the idea now? The CDC is an anti-God organization. Let's just put it for what it is. Kind of like what our U.S. government has become. It's an anti-God government. They are taking and indoctrinating children into what is unnatural. It is not natural for little boys to grow up and want to be little girls. It's not natural for little girls to grow up and want to be little boys. It's not natural for men to want to be women or dress like women. It's not natural for a woman to dress like a man or want to be a man. That's not natural. There's something right here. And Romans 1 tells us that. They won't honor God as God, the Creator, the Lord Jesus. They won't honor Him as God. And so what He does is, He doesn't say, I love you anyway. No, that's not what He says. He says, He turns them over. He gives them up to their lusts to dishonor their bodies, and he turns them over to a reprobate, good-for-nothing mind. That's what it means. A worthless mind. Because all they're going to do is pursue their lust. That's what they're going to do. And so for those who are engaged in that kind of sinful behavior, God doesn't love you. God has turned you over to your sin. He's, that's what he's done. He's turned you over to your sin. And the command for you is the same for everybody else. You better repent lest you perish and die in your sins. Same command to you that it is to everybody else. But I, I see a lot of these LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and they'll talk about how God loves them and they love God. And no, That's not what Scripture says. It says if you walk in the light, right, you have fellowship with the Father and the Son, and in Him is no darkness. So if you're walking in darkness, what does that mean? You don't have any fellowship with the Father or the Son. You don't have either one of them. You don't have of His Spirit. 
There is no love relationship there between you and God. You're under his judgment. And his message to you is the same what it is to every single person who's ever lived on the earth, and that is to repent of your sin. Put your faith in the Lord Jesus. Turn away from that. Quit justifying your sin by saying God loves you in it. He doesn't. Jesus is a Savior from sin. That's what his name means. He shall be called Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Matthew 1.21, right? That's what, I mean, that's what it says. All right, one more. Now, this one's a little lengthy. Now, this is Dr. Cartland. Um, he's with the NHS. And Kate had pointed him over to me. Um, so we're going to see about bringing him on. There's also another doctor uh, from Greece that I understand watches the show or has, or at least watches on Saturday when Kate's on. And that's great. I, I mean, it's really... It's kind of uh, encouraging to hear that people all over the world tune in here to listen to the Sons of Liberty. It's really good. Uh, so we're going to see if we can bring him on as well. But Dr. Cartland, we're going to see if we can bring him on possibly this week. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to see what goes on. Uh, but this is Dr. Cartland, and he is an NHS doctor. And I want you to hear what he has to say. Now, this this is a little bit lengthy, so about the half-hour mark, we're going to kick into our, what we're going to talk about today. But, but take a listen to what Dr. Cartland has to say. I'm Dr. Cartland here. Um, absolutely hate doing these videos um, as I'm not a camera sort of person. However, um, just reached the point really where I just wanted to tell, tell a bit of my story since um, I think most of you know my story up to a certain point. But sadly, due to censorship, the story's been kind of kept away from public eyes, essentially. So... Um, really just to start with to say that f from the perspective of my qualifications I'm a, uh, have a first class honours degree in uh, biomedical sciences including a year of immunology and virology um, 10 years worth of medical training with 15 years of postgraduate experience um, however it's come to be during this pandemic that um, unfortunately these qualifications don't seem to um, warrant me to have an opinion on things so very early on, all I've ever asked for really in my um, fight against, uh, firstly, um, ethics, basic ethics around consent, informed consent, bodily autonomy, and not coercing people to take any sort of medical treatment, um, vaccine or not a vaccine, is just not part of what we do. Um, the second thing is obviously when they started vaccinating healthier and younger people to the point where they were vaccinating against the medical evidence, really, children, um, and pregnant women, um, despite their own advice, um, and I'm talking about some JCVI and um, the MHRA, um, they've been publicly, you know, they've documented that we shouldn't be vaccinating these groups yet. Um, and the risk-benefit profile is not conducive with that. Um, however, they proceeded, and, and now they're after five to twelve-year-olds who are at negligible, minuscule risk of any sort of deaths. I won't quote all the data because. You know, it's, it's out there and available. Um, and the consequence of that really in my career is that obviously I was put on garden leave for three and a half months just for asking for debate, asking for discussion, pretty much shunned by um, all the nurses, doctors that I know in this area. Um, and then it became a kind of social media shunning. So as we stand now, I've been um, banned from LinkedIn. Um, I've been banned from Twitter four times over now. Um, Facebook, I'm on again, another 30 day ban. Um, and Instagram, when you look for my name, it says I'm a persistent spreader of misinformation or words to that effect. Um, and that just isn't that just isn't fair, really. Not only is it slanderous, but I've, all I've ever done in all those 
um, social media, um, posts really is post data contrary to the narrative so that people can make informed choices and judge things for themselves, unfortunately, not given that information from the healthcare provider who is treating them um, with this injection. Um, so yeah, just to let people know really about the censorship um, and, and just something that happened yesterday really that's really um, really upsetting. Um, I, st I started a new job at an urgent care centre um, and I went onto the shift yesterday. Um, it was absolutely blazing sunshine. I'd driven an hour and a half to get into work. Um, and I saw my first patient who was an old lady who was in her 80s, had sat there for six hours. Um, I saw her swiftly, discharged her, and as I was doing the paperwork, I had a tap on the shoulder from the matron who basically advised me to wear a mask. Um, my response to that was um, that from previous wearing of masks, you know, it, it, I get dizzy, I get drowsy through towards the end of the shift. They're expecting me to wear this mask all through the shift in the department. Um, and if I didn't wear the mask, then I would be asked to leave the shift and leave the service. Now, at the time there was me and another doctor on and I was due to be on shift for the last two hours alone. And there were 17 patients waiting to be seen, I think. Um, so I asked about my own personal health and safety, given that they make me ill. That didn't seem to matter. I asked for the evidence for um, for the, the policy. I asked to see the policy. And again, none of these were um, responded to other than if you're not going to wear a mask, you need to leave. Um, and that it was my choice to not wear a mask. Um, I'd had a COVID test that morning, which was negative. You know, all the patients and doctors were by their own choice wearing a mask. Um, so me having not got COVID and not wearing a mask is, uh, you know, I'm only a risk to myself, if anyone, you know, and that's a personal decision and my right as a human to make that decision. Um, so I still can't get over that. Anyway, that was confirmed by the clinical director and I was asked to leave the, the, the premises. Um, interestingly, I've been allowed to work today in the same trust um, in a different role. Um, which just absolutely makes a mockery. Um, why am I a biohazard in one building yet not a biohazard in the other? And they're aware that I'm not going to wear a mask today. So, um, anyway, just to let people know that that's happening, you know, it's doctors that are speaking out about vaccine injury. There's a lot, lot more public and doctors and nurses that are fully awake privately. And I say privately because <laughs> given my own experience, it's not been fun given that, you know, I've had a GMC hearing about um, my social media presence, which came to nothing, um, and NHS England input, um, which came to nothing. Um, but, you know, given the fact that people are probably petrified for their careers, their financial um, incomes, um, I can kind of understand why they don't speak out um, because of that, really. And the, and the sort of shunning that I've experienced is um, is a good reason as to why people haven't haven't made that bold step, really. So all I will say is that there are a lot of us, albeit many of them are privately um, agreeing with me. Um, I mean, I've come off a Zoom call today uh, with two people who are in an office on their own. Um, one of them's got a mask on. Um, just incredible how people are not consulting their critical thinking and thinking about evidence for the things that they do. That's what we do as doctors. We are people who represent the evidence base as it currently stands. We should all remain up to date. The amount of doctors that haven't heard, for example, of the Pfizer dump, they're not aware of the statistics around um, the different vaccine cohorts and the outcomes of spreading transmission and the outcomes of emergency admissions and deaths being higher in the vaccinated cohorts across the board, really, in lots of different countries, um, and just being completely unaware. And to me, that is just clinical negligence when they're responsible for being up to date with 
current medical practice and, and data. Um, so yeah, I'll leave that with you guys. Um, like I said, I don't do these videos very often, but just wanted to share that story with you and um, just keep speaking out, um, speaking the truth. I know we all get treated like conspiracy theorists and that we're a bit crazy, but um, as long as you follow the evidence base and, and you can back up everything that you say, then there's no, no one that can, um, can harm you in that respect. So keep to the evidence, keep to the facts. Um, and keep up the fight because you know this is this is dark really if if what we're seeing going on is um is really true and, and you know i've said from the very beginning that i wish and hope and pray that i'm wrong on what i'm seeing but for me it's beyond no reasonable doubt that these vaccines are dangerous without a doubt um and just not being acknowledged i know gb news did a thing on vaccine injury yesterday but it's the first time really um, I can tell you firsthand, having spoken to many, many vaccine injured, um, you know, there's some horror stories to be told, some horror stories, and they're just not given a space. They're just ridiculed, shunned, put into the shadows of society as if they don't exist. Um, likewise, the doctors who speak out about it. So it really is dark, dark times. And um, yeah, just uh, giving this video to give you an update. So all the best, everyone. Take care and um, keep up the fight. Keep telling the truth. Um, one-stop jab is worth all the effort in the world. So all the best. Take care. All right. That's Dr. Cartland. And again, we're going to see if we can bring him on the show uh, for his stand there. And you guys may wonder, when are you going to stop playing that video at the front? When they stop doing what they're doing. Okay. We've been playing the video at the start of the show for what? Going on two years now. Um, and I'm, I told you I have an agenda. That's to put into the minds of the listeners that what you're being told, it doesn't matter about any of this stuff. What you're being told has no evidence. There's no evidence of it. They, they haven't isolated any of this stuff that they tell you is all this boogie, you know, invisible. It's always an invisible boogeyman, isn't it? Osama bin Laden, he's kind of like this invisible boogie. They show you images and videos and stuff, but you never see him, right? It's kind of like that. He's creeping around and the convids comes out, you know, before 10 o'clock and not in certain, you know, corporate stores. And but then in other ones, he, you know, little mom and pop slices, he shows up a lot. And uh, and you got to be real careful for him. Put your mask on, you know, that chain link fence across your face to keep the mosquito out. Uh, and, and he's right. The people have lost their their critical thinking. I think some of them have started to open their eyes to what's going on. And that's good. The question is, will you have courage to tell them no when they tell you to put a mask on when you go in somewhere? See, that, that's something, too. Will you go along with it just for the sake of convenience? You're going to show it. You're going to go get a shot so you can go on uh, the, the, the English, say, the, the holiday or here vacation. Is that what you're going to do? You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna shoot that poison into your body to get a job, to keep a job? Hmm? I, I mean, you, you really have to ask yourself some questions here. All right, today... Um, this is going to be a prelude to something I'm working on, and it's taking me a little bit of time because uh, yesterday I was listening to Geo Griffin's book because I was supposed to do an interview with him yesterday on the issue of cancer. Now, he's he was traveling, so he wasn't able to, to get in to do the interview, so we're going to have to reschedule it probably for next week and then play it next week, I hope. Uh, I think it's very important. And by the way, um, with that said, keep in mind... Um, you know, the Comic Core Diva Lynn Taylor on Wednesday, she said we could share it with our audience, and I, I ask you guys to pray for her. She found out yesterday um, that she has 
a small element of breast cancer. So please keep Lynn in your prayers. I'm sure she may she may say something tomorrow. I don't know, but uh, let's keep Lynn in our prayers because uh, there are there you know our God does heal and He gives us. Uh, Means of healing too, not just a supernatural healing where he can touch and he can do it. I've seen that, but uh, also we've seen that with um, people being healed through the use of the chlorine dioxide. Not that it heals, but it allows the body to heal itself by killing off pathogens and other things. And then we've also seen some other things as well. So um, yeah, keep her in her prayers. All right, I want to hit the topic today. That we're going to talk about you know what happens when when good men when good men exercise their rights in a gun-free zone. Got a couple of stories of men who were there, you know, that old sign that says, you know, I I carry a gun because the policeman's too heavy to carry around everywhere on my back, right? Um, Policemen are not there to protect you. They're just not. I know that's the marketing that's there. They're there as a first responder. It's kind of like an ambulance driver. It's kind of like a, an EMT person. It's kind of like a, a, a fire department. They respond when something happens. Policemen are largely charged with um, going and filing reports, gathering evidence, investigation. That's the response they have. If you're in a situation, somebody's breaking in your house, if you're in a situation, there's a mass shooting that takes place at a school, at a, at a mall, or where, a church, or wherever you're at, guess who's going to be the person responsible for putting that down and stopping it? You are. You are. This is why you should be armed. It is not unchristian to have a gun. And let me make it clear. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We're not here to convert people at the butt of a gun or the the, the, the muzzle of a gun or the tip of a spear or the blade of a knife. We're not here to do that. That is something completely different than defending those, which is the positive side of the commandment, you shall not kill, you shall not murder. That's the positive aspect is that you preserve life, that you save life. And Jesus spoke about this. Okay, so here's the story. This comes out of Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, our friend Matt Agris had this out on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com yesterday. Good Samaritan who disobeyed gun-free zone stops mass shooter in his tracks well before police arrived. I, who knows what the police would have done there? Maybe they were like Uvalde. I mean, how many cops were there? <laughs> Feds, state, local police, all there doing nothing. Nothing. The cowardice was incredible. But here's what Matt writes. In Greenwood, Indiana, residents who visit the Greenwood Park Mall are not allowed to carry guns. It's a gun-free zone. This policy makes the mall an easy target for deranged psychopaths who wish to cause harm to others as they know their victims won't be able to defend themselves. This is likely why a deranged psychopath chose the mall on Sunday and began murdering innocent people. Three people were fatally shot and two were injured when a mass shooter opened fire inside the Greenwood Park Mall. And while this is certainly tragic, it could have been far worse. Fox 59 reports, last uh, updated in April 2020, Simon Property Group states in its code of conduct that no weapons are allowed at their shopping centers. The group is the owner of the Greenwood Park Mall. Now, let me let you in on just a little something here. If you carry concealed, who's going to know? Who's going to know? 
Those wanting to uphold the law are not going to walk in brandishing their weapon. They're not going to be showing it off to the tellers at the bank or the, the, the people running the, 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 the shops or any of that stuff. Okay? They're not going to be doing it. So if anybody, if you're carrying concealed, what do you care about what sign they put up? The most they can do at that point is tell you to leave, and then you, you need to leave, otherwise you're going to be trespassing. Okay? And then don't ever give them your business again. Plain and simple. Let them know you're not going to give them your business again. Here's this guy. Listen to what happens. Fortunately for the folks inside the mall, a 22-year-old man, a 22-year-old, not, you know, a middle-aged guy with some experience on his side, a 22-year-old man from Bartholomew County decided not to obey the order to disarm himself before entering the mall. And when the mass-murdering psychopath began killing people inside, this 22-year-old hero pulled out his handgun and stopped the threat. Hey, without the cops... Yeah, didn't need the thin blue line, did he? Didn't need them. This young man is a hero. He's a hero. The Good Samaritan, as police called him, was a licensed concealed carry permit holder. You know, our license really is the Second Amendment. It protects that right to carry. That's what it does. We don't need permission from government to do that, but he, he did have a concealed weapon um, permit. And despite the man disobeying the order, the police chief and the mayor are offering up their praises as his hero heroism and defiance likely saved countless innocent lives. Good. Uh, Greenwood Police Chief J, uh, James Iso, or Iso, I'm not sure how you pronounce his name, the real hero of the day was the citizen that lawfully carrying a firearm in the food court and was able to stop the shooter almost as soon as he began. Isn't that interesting? Greenwood Mayor Mark Myers said, Someone we are calling the Good Samaritan was able to shoot the assailant and stop further bloodshed. This person saved lives tonight. On behalf of the city of Greenwood, I am grateful for his quick action and heroism in this situation. Amen. Amen. Guess who wasn't happy about it? And Jill's hitting on this in the chat. Simon Properties, the owners of the property, they permanently banned him from their property. You know what? People in Indiana, Greenwood, Indiana up there, you know what you need to do? You need to show up on their property and tell them we're not going to spend another dollar in here because of your actions. We're not going to spend another dollar. As long as you keep supporting that places like that, they're going to keep trying to infringe on your rights, and they aren't protecting you. That's what you need to do. You need to stand against them. Of course, they're sickened by the things. According to the FBI, good guys with guns who are not police officers have stopped multiple mass shootings. Isn't that interesting? And they do so routinely. According to the FBI report, citizens successfully intervened in six active shooter events in 2020 and 2021. I'm sure it's probably more than that. There's lots that don't even get reported to the FBI. It's kind of like theirs. You know, maybe that's 1%. I don't know. So, And one incident, according to the FBI, seven employees exchanged multiple volleys of gunfire with the shooter, four of them during the final encounter resulting in the death of the shooter. This is another incident. Uh, this incident unfolded at Jefferson Gun Outlet. At Jefferson Gun Outlet. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, that that must have been a sight to see. Uh, Metairie, Louisiana, and then another a teacher disarmed uh, a teacher disarmed and detained a student who began a mass shooting at Rigby Middle School in Idaho. Do you guys hear about that? Hmm. You didn't hear about that, did you? That goes against the narrative. There is a teacher doing it. Okay? There's a teacher doing it. Now let me bring you to a couple of other ones, other stories that we've had in the past. L- largely, these are uh, brought by our friend Matt Agrist, and I appreciate the fact that, that he, he does bring a lot of this um, to light. This one happened in October of 2021 in Colorado. Police have video of officer killing a hero who stopped a mass shooting but refused to release it. Let me give you the the picture here. You have a guy, a citizen, who takes his responsibility and his duty seriously, carries his weapon, not to brandish it, not to be a tough guy or anything like that. He carries it because he knows men are basically bad. They're not basically good. And you never know when you're going to run into one that's really bad, who just has it out for the world, or somebody in particular, Maybe he goes into a bar. Maybe he goes into a mall. Maybe he goes into a school. And he's driven to do it by whatever. Maybe he's on psychedelic drugs or whatever, psycho, psycho drugs, whatever they, they do that mess with your mind. Maybe he's got some voice-to-skull stuff going on. I don't know. But he goes in to kill somebody or multiple people, and you have a citizen who does their duty and stops them. And here's this one. This is, again, from October 2021 in Colorado. In June, a deranged gunman, 59-year-old Ronald Troik, or Troiki, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, began what was about to be a deadly mass shooting. His first victim would be Arvada police officer Gordon Beasley. The second victim would be a hero and local activist Johnny Hurley. Keep that name in mind. Hurley would not die at the hands of Trokey. Instead, Hurley would stop Trokey only to be gunned down moments later by a responding Arvada cop. See, he had it under control. Cops come in, trigger happy, and shoot him. What is that all about? Oh, some of these get worse. Some of these get worse that I'm going to share with you. This month, the coroner's report determined Hurley was shot and killed by a responding officer. His death was ruled a homicide. According to police, the officer who killed Johnny allegedly saw him moving the attacker's gun and thought he was the gunman who had killed Beasley. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We were taught in a concealed weapons class that was taught by former sheriff in Spartanburg, South Carolina. He's got a place down there called Top Gun. I, I highly recommend it for anybody in the area. Um, but one of the things we were taught was if you come up on two people wrestling, okay, and you didn't see what was going on and you draw your weapon and you go to fire and you take out one of them and one of them happens to be a cop or something, you can be charged with that because you don't know what's going on. If you see the whole thing, you've got a perspective on it. That's one thing. Here's a cop comes in, doesn't know what's going on, shoots the good guy. What do you think happens to this cop? Mm. Didn't really see anything on that. 
that thin blue line becomes a big blue wall when it comes to justice quite often. Quite often. Not always, but quite often. Becomes a big blue wall for really rendering justice. Because if this were you or I, and we did this, don't think we wouldn't be charged. Don't think we wouldn't be led away in handcuffs from that place right then and there. We would. That's the way it works for the regular old Joe like you and me. Agris goes on, he says, It has been three months since Hurley's death, and other than police admitting they were the ones who killed him, no other information has come out. There were surveillance camera, which captured Trochi, um, shoot officer Gordon Beasley, on which filmed the interaction between Hurley and Trochi and the officer who showed up and killed him. However, one of this, uh, none of this video has been released. None of them. And there's, there's, been a, there's been a whole slew of, of people speaking out against this. Here's another one. This one from May of 2021. Any gun, corporate-owned Mockingbird Media silent as armed Good Samaritan stops mass shooter in his tracks. This is at Fort Smith, Arkansas. Don't know if you guys heard this. A tragedy unfolded over the weekend in Fort Smith, Arkansas, as a U.S. Army veteran apparently snapped and went on a shooting rampage at an apartment complex. Zachary Arnold, 26, was armed with an AR-15 and began shooting up the apartment complex, killing 87-year-old Lois Hicks. However, Arnold's name was not paraded on the mainstream television and media. They didn't harp on the fact that he had an AR-15, thanks to a good Samaritan who was also heavily armed. Shooting took place on Saturday morning as residents in the apartment complex awoke at around 7.23 a.m. to the sound of a high-powered rifle discharging rounds outside their door. According to reports, Arnold murdered Hicks inside her apartment after yelling for people to exit their homes. He was yelling and screaming, You guys get out! Come out here! Everyone get out of this building right now! That's according to uh, 5 News. Amber Lane who was a resident there, said there were, two, uh, there were two older women. Both had come out. One of them had ran back in, and the other one ran back in, but she didn't close her door, and he walked in and did what he did. That's when, and he, they could hear him shooting some more, and that's when an unidentified Good Samaritan grabbed his high-powered hunting rifle. <laughs> uh, yeah, your AR you know, rifle, no match for if you got a good .30-06, okay? And I don't know that that's what he had, but it's a, it's a high-powered hunting rifle. And a bipod, and set, his, set up his position. As Arnold continued to rambly fire into the homes of innocent people, this good Samaritan took aim and eliminated the threat. The potentially catastrophic mass shooting being carried out by a bad guy with a gun had been averted, all thanks to a good guy with a high-powered hunting rifle. <laughs> I mean, the guy set up and did his due diligence. Even the property manager said, if he had not done that, we don't know how many people could have died. Isn't that interesting? Again, people exercising the rights that are supposed to be protected under the Constitution. They're not constitutional rights, guys. They are God-given rights that are supposed to be protected under the Constitution. That's what's going on. Here's another one. Alabama taxpayers to be held liable after cop shows up. This is from November of 2019. T 
taxpayers to be held liable after cop shows up and kills hero who stopped a mass shooting. Why should the taxpayers be held accountable and liable for the actions of the cop? Oh, well, he works for them. Well, why don't you have him be accountable for it? See, I listen to these people cry about, oh, you know, we, we, don't, want, we don't want them to have a qualified immunity, or we, don't, we want them to have qualified immunity because everybody will be suing them for this, that, and the other. No, they'll be suing them for this. Stupid stuff like this. Listen to the story of this one. This is out of Alabama, Hoover, Alabama. On Thanksgiving night, 2018, an armed assailant opened fire inside Alabama shopping mall, shooting an 18-year-old male and 12-year-old girl. Shortly after the shots rang out, a Hoover police officer engaged a man with a gun, opened fire, shot him in the back multiple times, and killed him. Shot him in the back. Police then released a statement championing their officer and patting themselves on the back for stopping a potential mass shooting. But the man they shot was not the shooter. He was the hero trying to stop him. Shot in the back. Didn't know what was going on. Remember what I told you that we learned? You do this and you don't know what's going on. You're the one held responsible for it. Earlier this year, authorities in Alabama announced that they will not be charging the officer who killed the innocent man, so the family is seeking justice through civil means. The family of the victim, Emantic Fitzgerald Bradford Jr., is suing the yet-to-be-named cop who was seen on video shooting Bradford in the back as he pursued the shooter. As Fox 43 reports, this week Bradford's mother, April Pipkins, filed the lawsuit against the unnamed policeman in the city of Hoover Friday alleging that the officer did not follow his training, violated department policy by not turning on his body-worn camera, failed to issue verbal commands before opening fire, and did not verify whether Bradford posed a threat before killing him. And it, as far as I know, he's still on the force. How does that make you feel down there in Hoover, Alabama? You've got a guy that shoots people in the back without verifying who they are, People who are trying to do their civic duty, by the way, not held accountable. But guess what? You, the taxpayer, are going to be held accountable for his actions. He's not going to be, but you are. Does that make sense? Is that justice? No, that's not justice. That's an injustice. That's an injustice. Emantic's father, Emantic Bradford Sr., said, My son was murdered. And you think I'm going to let it go? That was a homicide. You killed my son. You're a coward. You're a coward too, Steve Marshall. Steve Marshall was the Alabama Attorney General, at least at the time. That's exactly right. Go on with your bad self, Dad. You, you need to bring those, those guys to some kind of justice. That's what needs to happen. But no, the thin blue line, that's what we're told. It's the marketing. It's the fluoride for the mind of what, what's being built up in our midst. And again, I'm not attacking... All cops. But I can tell you this. In 2022, cops in the land of the free have killed 2,200% more people than all mass shooters since 2018. Yep, that came out in January of this year. Now listen to me. Some of these probably were justified shootings. I'm not going to say that they're not. I've seen some justified shootings. 
I've seen a lot, though, that are not justified. How do you justify shooting a guy on the ground, on his knees, with no real threat to you? How do you justify emptying 60 rounds, uh, emptying 90 rounds and hitting him with 60 bullets? How do you justify that? How do you justify having, you know, 12, 15, 20 cops show up for one guy? Seriously, how do you, has anybody thought about that? This is what I was thinking of when we were playing the video yesterday uh, of the uh, the dwarf tyrant down there in Lee County. He's all dressed up in his his uh, his you know military SWAT team stuff with his with his rifle slung over. Oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm really tough on crime. You know he's full of it. He was no he was probably nowhere near where anything was going on. And then he's got all his guys. Does that make people feel safe? To have a dozen guys lined up looking like that? Really, does it, does it make people feel safe to do that? Bradley and I were talking about it a little bit yesterday. A man who knows himself and knows what he's doing, he doesn't have to have big talk and big rhetoric. He'll give you his action. He may give you a warning, but he's going to give you his action. And this is a lot of what happens. Now, again, this isn't every outfit. At least I haven't seen that in every outfit, but I've seen enough of them to know this is why the people need to learn their civic duty and be the law enforcement, because they're the only law enforcers in the Constitution, the militia, able-bodied men. Men, it's up to us. If we don't do it, we're handing it over to people, and you know those institutions are easily corruptible. You know they are. And this is why we've got to do our duty before God and man. Let me give you a couple of uh, passages of Scripture because some people say, oh, it's, un- it's unchristian to, to engage in violence. Really? Did, have you read the Old Testament? <laughs> I mean, Abraham gets 300 of his servants. We've been over this before. 318 servants. Goes to battle against kings to get his nephew back. Uh-huh. Well-trained men is what the Bible says. You, you read about King David? Oh, let's, 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 let's hear about King David. Psalm 144, a psalm of David. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Lord, what is man that thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man that thou makest account of him? Man is like to vanity, his days are as a shadow that passeth away. Bow thy heavens, O Lord, and come down, touch the mountains, and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning and scatter them. That sounds pretty violent, doesn't it? Shoot out thine arrows and destroy them. Send thy hand from above. Rid me and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. And then he gives more praise. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God. Upon a psaltery and an and an instrument of ten strings will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivereth David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of strange children, whose mouth speak vanity. And their right hand is a right hand of falsehood. Oh my goodness. How many people, <laughs> how many people would have a heart attack if their, their pastor actually spoke like that? 
at church. And Jesus encouraged such. We've covered this passage many times. Night before his betrayal, Luke 22. He tells Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the cock crows, right? And he says, and he said unto them, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said nothing. Then he said unto them, but now we're going to change things up. Now he that hath a purse, let him take it. And likewise his scrip, and he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Why is he doing this? He's about to go away. He's going to fulfill the role for which he came for, which was to redeem his people. And he says, guys, you're going to need, you're going to need some money to live in the world. I wish it wasn't that way, but you're going to need some money. You're going to need a script. You're going to need a sword to defend yourself. Okay? For I say unto you that this that is written must, ye yet, must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. He's telling them what's coming. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. They, they forgot that last part there. That we got the swords. And he said unto them, it is enough. It is enough. Another passage here, real quickly, because we're running out of time. Isaiah 42, 13. Let the wilderness and the cities thereof lift up their voice, the villages that Kadar doth inhabit. Let the inhabitants of the rock sing. Let them shout from the top of the mountains. Let them give glory unto the Lord and declare his praise in the islands. The Lord shall go forth as a mighty man. He shall stir up jealousy like a man of war. He shall cry, yea, roar. He shall prevail against his enemies. I have long time holding my peace. I have been still and refrained myself. Now I will cry like a travailing woman. I will destroy and devour at once. I will make waste mountains and hills and dry up their, all their herbs. And I will make the river islands and I will dry up the pools. And I will bring the blind by the way that they knew not. I will lead them in paths that they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked things straight. These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. You guys who think that, that Jesus... And the father are, you know, I don't know, little pansy people. They're, they're not. Persons, they're not. Who has the largest number of kills in the Bible? The Lord Jesus himself. Hundreds of thousands like that. And the Bible says that we need to fear him, the one who can destroy body and soul in hell. We don't need to fear a man. Guys, have a great day. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and we'll catch you in the morning, Lord willing, with the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. See you.